listening to Over the Oxo podcast with Tracy Cole for all things to do with the mind for equestrians. Have you ever met someone and thought instantly that you could get on with them? Or have you met a new horse and somehow connected straight away? You might even think you know what someone else is like, even though you don't really know them. And if you think about the people on your yard, maybe there are people there that you only see fleetingly, and but you get this feeling that you know them and that you could predict their behaviours. What about when someone has really got you angry, they've really irritated you over some disagreement, we've done something that's absolutely driven you mad, in fact it's still driving you mad, do you start to see that person differently and each and every little behaviour that they do, you sort of put down to the disagreement, somehow they've changed towards you, even if other people say they aren't doing anything differently. Ooh, ouch. Well, what I once talked about today is something called perception is projection. I think that this is the number one most powerful NLP concept. It's not actually NLP. It comes from Carl Jung, so it comes from psychology. And it means that you don't see others as they really are. You see others as you really are. So it's it's quite difficult to grasp at times because once you get into it, it starts to get more and more complicated with networks of people and so on. Our characteristics and our emotions show up in others and we unconsciously pick up on those things, but we wrongly attribute those emotions in somebody else to that somebody else. We don't think that they're connected to us. But perception is projection, says that you can't recognize something in somebody else unless it's part of you or it's part of your potential too. So it's easier to explain perception is projection by giving you lots and lots of examples and then working out how we can use it as riders. So let's say that you watch a fabulous rider and they ride with absolute ease and flow, you know, the way that you could only dream of. Perception is projection, says that what you're recognizing in that rider, those talents that you can detect, are only detectable because you have them as well, or on some level you have the potential to have them too. Of course, if you're watching someone who's a high-level professional rider, an elite rider, and you're not an elite rider, you may have that potential, but it doesn't mean that it's just there. It means that if you too were able to ride for six or 12 hours a day, ride multitudes of horses, have lots of training sessions, and so on and so forth, that you made it your life then you too could assume those talents. But it is saying it's within your potential, which is quite interesting. Here's something else to think about. We often repress the good attributes about ourselves, don't we? So when you're asked about yourself, you might be overly modest, 
you might not quite accept that you have some kind of good quality. Well, what we see in others are sometimes the good things that we don't talk about or we feel embarrassed to admit to. So we're seeing the good things in others that are actually our good things. So if you find yourself admiring someone and their talent, think about it. Think about what you're admiring because that's you or that's your potential. So it's it, it just fascinates me that this stuff exists and that we can see everyday examples of it. Now, unfortunately, we can also do perception is projection in a negative sense. So if you imagine you've just had one of those days, everyone you've met has been really angry, really irritated. Maybe they've been angry at you. Maybe they've been angry at other things. But you're wondering when this day will end because you really need to escape from all these people and all their anger. Well, actually, according to perception as projection, the anger is your anger. Now, you may not be going around the world in a really angry state all the time, but maybe you've got repressed anger. Maybe you've bottled it up. Maybe it's from years ago but it's still yours. And you're experiencing people not as they are, but as you are. So oops. (laughs) Also means if you can detect in somebody, let's say you think somebody's a bit arrogant. Well, you've guessed it. (laughs) You are picking up on a part of you that has that arrogance too. Now, shall we just keep it as a potential? I think that's nicer. (laughs) We'll just say that we have the potential to be arrogant. And of course, everyone has that potential. We'll keep it like that. All of this is usually completely outside of our awareness. So we're not conscious of any of this. We pick up how somebody is reacting, behaving, feeling, thinking, and so on. But we don't think of it as being a reflection of ourselves. Here's something else. What would happen if you could project out, sort of broadcast or transmit out, and that other people pick up on that? Because that's what you're doing all the time. Absolutely all the time. Even when you're just concentrating on your work, there's nobody else in the room, you're still transmitting because that's how we're made. And if you were transmitting, could we do it now perhaps with more volition? Could we do it more on purpose so that what we transmit is what we want to transmit? Could you broadcast out the type of person that you want to be or the rider that you want to be or some dream that you want to achieve, could you broadcast it out and then get that reflection back in terms of the people that you meet and their attitudes and how they reflect back that successful person, that ideal self that you want to be? And we'll talk about that in a little bit more detail in a few moments' time. But this projection is quite interesting. What we unconsciously, unknowingly project out 
transmit out. Well, they've done studies on this sort of thing, and they've done studies with school children and teachers. And in one study, a teacher was asked to take on a special needs class. But this particular teacher was not trained in teaching special needs children. And so the school said to her, don't worry, just do your best. So although she wasn't specifically trained to work with these children, she did what she could. And she decided that she would teach them as best she could in usual way of teaching, if you like. So she didn't alter the way that she was teaching very much. And those special needs children all got C grades when they'd been expected to flunk their exams. So she had projected onto them success, ability, you can do it, you can get a C. And they had picked up on that very, very unconsciously that they could do it. And those same children were then taken by their next teacher, where this teacher was told these children are special needs, but their special need is that they are exceptionally gifted. So the teacher goes into the classroom expecting talented, gifted students and teaches them accordingly and projects that accordingly. Those children have obtained A's and B's. Now that's powerful stuff, isn't it? That's just the belief of the teacher, the will of the teacher, the fantastic attitude of the teacher that had such a fabulous effect on these children. I don't really like the fact that we're taking children and experimenting on their education, but these were small studies. You don't need to worry. This was not a year-long study or anything like that. But it really makes you think. And I know when I have trainings and I'm telling people how to be coaches, what to do in their sessions when they have their own clients, and I try to do it myself, I tell them to project project onto a client, you've got this, you can do this, you're doing really great, and so on. Now, imagine what would happen if I projected what an ex-boss of mine used to say when I was a teacher. And she used to say, just think about the money. Every minute that you've got to be with these idiotic kids, just calculate how much you've earned per minute. Imagine if I was doing that and I was projecting that how would those kids feel? So you can see the difference and we can pick up these differences and you'll know from your own background and you'll know from your own education and anything that you've tried to do, maybe when you've been mentored or trained or coached in some way, maybe in a riding lesson, you'll get that feeling whether that other person believes in you and is telling you you can do it, or that person is looking hypercritical and thinking, oh my God, <laughs> we'll, we'll never get through this. And you pick up on that. So the whole concept of perception is projection is quite woo-woo, but yet somehow logical, because as humans, we might not admit to having the abilities to detect 
other people's thoughts, behaviours, emotions, and we might not admit to having the ability to project out our own feelings and behaviours and so on. But it does make sense in some cases. It does seem to work. Think about now how it would be to meet a really great new instructor or even a new horse. And you know, you go into that kind of honeymoon period when it's all exciting and different from how you've been taught before. Or if it's a different horse, you know, you you have lots and lots of firsts. And you're actually detecting your own characteristics, your own thoughts in this new person or new horse. So you're excited, you might be full of new hopes, new goals, new dreams, and somehow you've picked this up from the new person or horse and it was reflected back to you. So your own emotions were sent right back to you, like you were standing in front of a mirror, really. And then sometimes the honeymoon period kind of wanes. We're not quite as excited because things are getting more and more familiar. We start to see negatives. Might be negatives in ourselves or negatives in the other person. Has that person, has that instructor changed? Well, in the world of perception is projection, no, they've not. It's you that's changed. So the perception has changed. So this starts to get really complicated. And it gets even more complex when you think about what we're all doing. Because I'm sort of thinking about a one-to-one. I'm thinking about one person projecting, the other person receiving jobs are good. But obviously these projections are going two ways. So who started the projection? And then if you start to imagine a group of five friends or 10 people or a dozen people, where did the projection start? And you think about all the projections that are crisscrossing and what each person is getting reflected back onto them is kind of like a sum or an average of all the emotions. But these are your own emotions and thoughts. But also, has somebody projected something onto you that's caused you to shift in some way? Because we know now from those school children that we're great as receivers as well. So when you're a receiver, maybe your perception changes. Imagine now, as I chat to you, that I'm projecting that you're a really skillful rider and you ride confidently and with empathy and harmony with your horse. And if you absorb that projection that I'm sending out, if it conflicts with the perception that you have of yourself, does it or can it change your thinking even a little bit. So again, in the world of perception is projection. Yes, it can change your perception. It can change what you think. Could you project then onto a horse? That you want the horse to be calm? That you want the horse to be focused? Well, again, in the world of perception is projection, absolutely. And horses are sending and receiving just like we are. In fact, they're far more sensitive because they live so much more in their unconscious mind. So they're far better at this than we ever are. This is how they can pick up on things. They can pick up on your emotions. 
even if you're not mad with them, even if you've suppressed it and you've tried to put, you know, something that's gone on at work to the back of your mind while you're at the yard, the horses still are able to perceive it. So now let's, if we can, expand the idea a little more and think about how we can use this in very practical terms. So as we meander through life, we see examples of things which to that idea. We look for evidence. We unconsciously do this. And as we do it, it makes our perception that this trainer is superb, even more solid. And if we're neutral about somebody, let's say a certain trainer that you've heard of, but they live miles away, so it's not really of any relevance to you to seek them out or do any research about them, then it won't alter our perception that much. And it's a bit like when you're on Facebook or social media or even on Amazon. If you click on a certain product or a certain post, then all of a sudden you get hundreds more similar posts, similar adverts popping up into your feed. And it's a little bit like that. So if we think about perception is projection, we will find examples of what we're looking for. It's almost like seek and you will find. And if we say that our brains show that lovely neuroplasticity and that they're really flexible, then do we need to be subjected to this automatic and unconscious thinking? Do we need to be bombarded with the ideas that are either reflections or projections from other people? Do we need to be projecting ourselves something negative? No, not at all. Once you know about perception is projection, you can start to do something about it so that what gets reflected back to you is what you want to get reflected back to you. And the way people respond to you and your projections changes something in your world. So if you're not sure whether it's a reflection of you, then maybe what you could do, for example, let's say it's it's anger like before, and if everyone around you seems really angry, is it your own anger that you're sensing? Then think about it. Am I angry about something? Where is this anger? Is it deep inside? Have I been putting a lid on it because I'm at work and I don't want to blow my top? Where is that anger? And is it there? How do I deal with it? And we can override those perceptions and those projections. Another thing that you can do for the projections is to think about what you want to have reflected back to you. And if you want to be a more confident rider, I would spend maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes a day when you're doing ordinary chores, so not an extra. And I would make sure I was away from the horse and so on. So you're just concentrating on you. And you just think about what that confident rider would be projecting. So imagine that you are this confident rider, you have no self-doubt, you really are very balanced in your mindset, you're able to achieve your goals and work towards them. 
Imagine what it would be like to be like that. And then how would you stand? How would you sit? How would you hold yourself? How would you hold yourself in the saddle? What would you be thinking? What would run through your mind? What pictures would you have in your mind? What feelings would you feel? And when you do that, even though it's imaginary, you're still projecting that confidence. And guess what? What projections you make come back to you as reflections. So you start to feel it a bit more. And people around you respond in that way. People around you start to see you as that confident rider. And I know this may sound absolutely bonkers that this might work, that it might actually convince your mind that you are confident, but somehow it kind of creeps into your psyche. So you could do it for anything, not just your riding, however you want to be or whatever you want to achieve. Just assume that ideal self for a few minutes every day. Maybe when you go for a walk, maybe if it's not to do with riding, it could be whilst you're just walking around on a long rain. How would that person sit? How would that person hold themselves? What would they say inside their head? And it just starts to work a little bit of magic. So remember, project what you want to be or do or have. Experiment with it. See how it works. Next time you notice a cluster of certain attitudes or emotions coming back to you from all the people around you, examine what's going on inside your own head. And remember that we always have a choice on what to project and what returns to us as a reflection. I hope you've enjoyed this. I know it's been complicated, but do take care and I'll see you again very soon.